In today's competitive job market, landing a tech job can be a challenging feat. However, with the right preparation, you can increase your chances of success. One crucial aspect of securing a tech job is acing the interview questions. This requires a combination of technical knowledge, soft skills, and preparation. In this episode, our guest will provide you with practical tips and strategies to help you prepare for your tech job interview and stand out from the competition. So whether you're a recent graduate or an experienced professional, follow this conversation to learn how to ask your interview questions and land that tech job this year. You're listening to The TechNest Show, your weekly dose of the latest tech stories, analysis, interviews, and opportunities in the world of tech. If you're a techie or an enthusiast looking to stay up to date, this is the show for you. Be a part of the conversation and stay connected to our tech community on Telegram at TechNest Show. Hey techies, welcome back to another insightful time with us on the Technist Show podcast. I'm Victoria Imeje and I have my co-host Samo Basi right here uh, and I'm sure he's gushing with excitement right now. I don't know, maybe because we have a guest, Samo, I'm sure you're excited. <laughs> Can you share some of the excitement? Hello guys. <laughs> welcome to the show. Actually, I'm not the one, it's the Victoria that's actually the one gushing with excitement over here. Mm. You know, just because she has an episode on the show. Oh yeah. And a fellow Texas too. <laughs> so it's a woman supporting woman to here, right? Yeah. Oh man, I feel cheated right here, man. But actually, it's good, it's good, it's all good, it's all good. <laughs> I'm more than able to handle this, don't worry. <laughs> no problem, don't feel intimidated. We are many. <laughs> okay. Uh so we got you, right? So guys, as Summer rightly said, we have my namesake on the show for today's conversation, and I will introduce her right away. Our guest is an experienced HR assistant, office administrator, skilled data analyst, and amazing online business person. And she is also founder of Online Market Woman. And as the founder, she employs her deep knowledge of business and tech tools to help brands build an effective and successful structure for business elevation. She's a graduate of Lautech. For those who don't know, Lautech is Lado K. Akintola University of Technology here in Nigeria, where she studied pure and industrial chemistry. She currently works for Field Intelligence Incorporated. So techies, let's welcome our guest for today, Victoria Adejola. Come on, give it up. Summer, let me hear you clap. Let's hear. Let's have some applause as we welcome our guest. <laughs> yeah. I'm also trying to welcome the guests because I'm wondering who you're introducing. Oh, actually. wow. <laughs> so I, I guess I did a good job on your profile. Wow. <laughs> Anyways. Thank you. You're welcome on board. So uh, to begin, just tell us a bit about yourself and your journey into tech. All right. Thank you. So this, what you guys are doing, are actually you're doing like HR already. So you're uh, Asking me how to sell myself right here. Yes. Okay, so I'm going to introduce myself like you guys are my next employee. I'm a next employer, better still. So I'm Victoria Onokwemiko Adejola. I'm online market woman. My brand, I am myself. I am online market woman. 
So that is the ah. business part of it. Yeah. Okay. So it's yes. not online market woman is a person. Wow. That's yeah. So I got started into tech like almost, you know, that after service crisis of what's next after service, what next yeah. after NYSE. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So was that a, was, so <laughs> yeah. So that was how I got started up into tech and thank God for communities because for everyone that wants to go on the journey based on your podcast, I heard how you have to work with people that are going to the same direction as you yeah. so that was how i got started to take for me to go to the next platform i just have to figure out the people the association where i am going to the people that are going to where i want to be and to god have his way it keeps aligning so one person is into tech the other person is into tech the next thing is into tech so it's just you know this psychology thing of when you want to buy a car and the particular car has been on your mind, then you keep seeing that particular car. It looks as if, no, that is what is raining. For me, I love Benz. So for all over the street of Abuja, mm. I only see Benz. Mm. So that was I how my it. journey into, that was how, yeah. so that was how my journey into tech started. I was into, I did, let me not say post-service depression. So well, I was, I started well, we all all have, no, we so all Exactly my point. So that was what she, yeah to tech but i've always had passion for tech yeah you know this kind of person that oh when this new technology thing is out here already there oh what's up what's happening how is it going oh whatsapp has a new feature let me see and share it on my story oh whatsapp has this whatsapp has that so that was how i started my journey into tech awesome wow, welcome victoria actually you actually glad to have you with us to discuss this big important topic that will help both techies and non-techies land their dream job. You know, anything in this interview session is, is a bridge between your promised land <laughs> and Egypt. So, so you get my uh, illustration. So, you know, there are several yeah, reasons, I do. There are several reasons people fail their interviews. You know, some lack the appropriate information for success. Um, well, um, for some, maybe because of their failure to understand, you know, some things that they should have understood in the first place, or maybe they are actually not competent. I don't know. So I think the most common reason why people fail interviews. So in your opinion, why are some of the reasons people fail interviews? Why people fail interviews? Do you mean for non-tech people or both tech and yeah, tech people? Let's, let's go for the techies right now. Okay, the tech is right now. Okay, there is yeah. this cliche that comes with tech bros and techs. They get to be nerd. And, you know, based on your podcast, Tech Net, so they are always nerdy people. And, you know, yeah. have to strike <laughs> a balance. So now I would say from my little observation, because you're a tech bro, so you feel you are just all over your screen, your code. You should also be able to diversify and have, you should be able to sell yourself. Mm, so so you could be a tech bro. I yeah exactly you should be able to sell yourself how you sell yourself determines i cannot get into your brain to know how well you can code yeah, yeah. or how well you can debug or how well you can run the software yes you could tech bro have least well tech would mostly always have that kind of issue the sense of being timid so that's why you see some tech people are always the introvert they're always reserved they're always all of that stuff. So those are the things that affect interview. You could be a very intelligent person. Like, yes, you know how to run your code. You know how to do your things. But the issue is you don't know how to pass this knowledge out to other persons. How would I know you can code, you can run a code? How would I know you can do this? How would I know you can do that? If you don't put yourself out there. Because I'm glad I love tech because it saves me the stress of having to code by what I'm doing. You know, it has to be more of your skill, you and your business. 
business things to get you the job. So you should be ready to pitch yourself. It's just like you, okay, now you ask me to come on board to have a discussion and conversation like this, but I do not know how to pitch myself. How would you know if I'm doing? Will you be willing to patronize me? No. You cannot tell me you're selling human hair and you don't look beautiful. You don't wear, you are always rough most of the time. How am I supposed to buy your hair from you? So as a tech bro, as a tech sis, how are you selling yourself to your interviewer? Yes, you know, most of the time, your HR person might not be technically inclined. I want yeah. to see, I should be, I should be in love with why I should be interested in employing you. You should be willing to educate me. I get to learn over interview. I've been privileged to join interview. Thank God my HR manager, she's been amazing. And those are privileges you don't get on a norm. So she puts me down. She makes me, you know, take up this task, do this, do that. She has been a very wonderful source of inspiration and helped my career too. So I've learned on the interview. I've learned while reviewing CV. Some people will just send their CV. You're a tech bro. How am I supposed to? You know, okay, now we went straight to interview. I think that was like a bit fast. Before the interview, something was happened. Somebody is either referring or recommending you or your CV is selling you her first. Your CV is your first line in contact to what I get to see like, oh, yes, you're up to the top a little. Before I now say, oh, this CV looks really beautiful. Yes. Let me just shoot him a mail. Your LinkedIn profile is already strategically positioned whereby I can say, okay, let me just send him a DM. Mm. You are not coming off as desperate because you're a tech bro. You are mm. coming off as you have something to offer. So when you're sending in your CV, I reviewed a friend's CV. He's been applying for a couple of jobs. He's a product designer and all of that stuff. But how am I supposed to know that you have done some jobs that are really beautiful from your CV? Your CV can be a little bit fine. Your usage of color combinations should be able to add, ah, this guy's a UI designer. He's a UI UX guy, but his CV is giving. So that aside, so after your CV is giving, you could put a link on your CV. An hyperlink has been made easy. It can be put on your CV whereby I can click to your portfolio. I can click to your being net without having to call you first without stressing to go to your linkedin i can have your linkedin url on your cv where i can click to it and enter your linkedin interviewers don't have luxury of time they have a lot of things the hr persons are really busy people so they get to look like they are mean they are rude they are not on over they are they, they are they are not patient and all that they have a lot to do they also have to cater or care for the employee they have at hand and they are also trying to bring in another one so you don't expect them to spend my time on your own CV or trying to educate you on how your CV is supposed to be. So for you to even get to that interview phase, your CV must have been properly positioned. In fact, there's a way you can send your CV that I can, I would, I'm going to call you, I'm going to break protocol on your behalf. I'm going to place a call and say, hello, please, how soon are you ready to be employed? Because you have made your interviews process fast. I hope I'm not giving yeah. <laughs> the face or the or mm. leaving the question that you asked. No, you've made fantastic contributions so far, you know, and you mentioned truly one of the major issues that people have and why they fail interviews, which is their communication abilities. And then you've mentioned something about their CV, some of them not including the links to their portfolio on the CV. And these are critical things to consider. So 
So I uh, have mentioned that. Can you now let us know, like, what are some of the best interview success strategies that techies can employ? I know you've already started answering that by talking about what they should do already, starting with the CV and their communication skills and ability to sell themselves and all that. So what are the best interview strategies that you think techies can work with, employ, and then skill an interview session? It's still the interview session. Well, during your interview, some let's assume your recruiter already you are past the face of your CV has been successful, right? You know your line managers. Let's assume your HR person is not a tech savvy or your HR person is not a developer. Yeah. I hope they also know that while on the interview, not just your HR person is going to be there. Your sure. HR person or your recruiter is going to be there. Someone who is also good on that field is also going to be there. So definitely you should be able to defend all the things that has been on your CV. So some of them are asking you questions and they are looking at your CV. Mm-hmm. So now sure. if I ask you a question, so that boils down to the nerdy part of tech group. You should have composure. You should be able to defend what you have done. They need to really work on the communication skills. That is why a good orator or a good communicator will get something faster than somebody that doesn't know how to communicate well, but is good and will learn on the job. But that is the problem with overly smart people. Mm -hmm. Smart people have a problem of trying, they we always try to wait till a perfect time before we get to do something. And we always have this imposter syndrome. There's a difference between pride and self-esteem and having a good self-esteem or having to sell yourself. So those things, yeah. yeah, So now you have to strike a balance between every point of that. So I always encourage like tech people before they go for the interview, try to have an HR friend or a people's person that can actually run like a dummy interview for you. Don't get familiar with the person. Or not the person. Let them explain to you, like, be ready. I have, okay, I'm going to cite a scenario of my friend. He's a very good data analyst. He is good with SQL. But you see this whole vibe of, okay, it's an interview. So that's why HR allows you to get comfortable. There's this first syndrome of, oh, I'm scared. I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to face it. How am I supposed to talk? They would make you feel relaxed. So you should be ready to defend. You can know it. I know you are able to do this. So for tech people, so that's why they are interviewing are somewhat at times maybe uh, interesting word for technology and your tech book. So you might need to run a code, you might need to do this, you might need to do that at the point of your interview. You should be ready for the path. You should be able to defend it. Don't be timid to get what you want. So tech people don't be timid. Be ready to sell yourself. You are good, but you are good is not going to land you a job. You have to be willing to talk or speak about how good you are at times. Sell yourself. So that will be like the key thing for an interviewer to consider. All right. Wow, wow. Amazing. Victoria, they actually, you have actually done your, in fact, I can actually go with your, with your suggestion so far. I can actually go into an interview session and ABC, which what you have actually um, said so far. I know, I, I can relate to the issue of communication. You know, you know, uh, most of the techies and most of our techies out there, they can't really, um, you know, deal with this communication issue. But most times, this also shows, um, even when they get into the job, but I, I feel this, um, podcast and this, this particular episode will help them, you know, overcome 
solve this issue as it relates to their um, employability. Okay, so uh, apart from that, what are the typical questions um, to expect from a company, from a tech company, you know, and what are the basic ways that these questions can be answered? Okay, okay, so sorry, before I go to the typical questions that can be asked, right, you know, there are two things. Yeah. You could be timid and you could be overconfident. You could be a good okay. tech group, you are good with communication, but you have not employed you yet and you're already overdoing and over so you have to, that's where balance comes in. in place of arrogance. Yes, in place of arrogance. They, we also have that vibe from tech bros too. I hope you know that. Both tech brand techs is yeah. as much as some can be timid, some can be arrogant. A typical yeah. questions that could be asked are questions in line with your field. If um to recruit yeah. a data analyst or a data scientist, maybe because I am into that field, I could easily ask yeah. you which of the Excel functions do you love the most and why do you love it or how effective or how has it made your life easy? Mm. Those are part of typical questions they could ask you on the interview. So if you are into JavaScript or you run a Python code, they, are, they would ask you a question in line with all of that. I only know all of these things based on the fact that I know other friends that are into JavaScript. So there are people that had to teach me that yeah. there's a difference between JavaScript and Java. Then mm-hmm. some people put they are good with CSS, HTML, C++, C Sharp, and you know the way it is all listed. You can be good at or know everything, yeah, yeah, yeah. but you should be able to know the one that you focus on. Relate, Have a knowledge of everything. Field, right? Exactly. Or the one that makes life easy. I don't expect you as a data scientist to tell me how good you are with. Yes, you should know, have a knowledge of JavaScript, have a knowledge of this. But I would be more focused at asking you a Python-related question and a SQL-related question. Okay. Your question for interview is going to be different from somebody who is a web developer. Right. My question is going to be different from somebody who is a back-end focused. My question is going to be different from okay. somebody who is front-end focused. So that is why an HR person might just know all of this. But the line manager... Or somebody who is a specialist in that field would be able to throw in more light into that question. So you should be able to answer questions and defend everything that you think you know that you have worked on that can defend what you have done. Okay, you don't. I don't expect you to be. I'm repeating you for a UI UX, and I'm asking you questions on Figma or Adobe, and you don't know. And I'm asking you, what do you think about the merging of Figma to Adobe? How do you think it helps them as a business? I don't expect you as a UI. Your person not to tell me the implications why Figma is being sold to Adobe is going to affect your work rate. I expect you to be able to teach me or explain to me other means. Your line manager might or somebody who is in charge of tech might know all of this. Everybody is interested in learning. Nobody is an island of knowledge. I should be able to have a conversation with you and I am being tutored. That means I see you as you are coming to add to my organization. Mm, fantastic. Okay, so uh, basically, if I understand clearly what you've said so far is that techies, they need to know their onions, both technically and also as far as soft skill is concerned, like, and they also need to be up to date about trends in the field they are applying for, just like you mentioned Figma being bought by Adobe. Now, for someone who is not following news and trends, you may know how to design, I may not know that. I remember uh, a typical example, a recruiter actually posted on LinkedIn that they refused to hire a candidate who seemed like the best as far as technical skills is concerned. He has an amazing portfolio, but they refused to employ him simply because of his communication ability. He wasn't able to fully, like you said, sell himself, defend what he has or on that CV and on that portfolio. So I think it's 
basically, this means that it's really the major issue. So apart from soft skill issue, and how about other things like people not being able to actually answer some behavioral questions, especially the one that has to do with time management? Because I know a lot of the tech industry is a fast-paced industry. People are always working and there are a lot of projects, there are a lot of work to do. So employers want to know if you can actually manage your time. Now, and techies fail to actually explain or answer that question right. What do you think they can do about that as far as that question is concerned, time management? Yeah, thank you. If we are actually focusing on this thing we call tech, tech is not just for the name of tech because it is the new, it is the latest in town or it is the trend. Everybody's doing tech. That's why you are doing tech. I hope they know that tech is technology. That means it is constant evolvement. Yes. You are constantly advancing on it. So I don't expect you to be a tech person has said and you are not a knowledge hunter. You should have circle influence association. It speaks a whole lot. You should have somebody who is feeding you. You should have your timeline filled with people related to where you are going to. So it boils down to that. So for time management and behavioral pattern, it still boils down to don't be one-sided as a tech person. So there's this cliche of tech bros are dead because they are always busy with work. They don't have time mm. for themselves. And that's how you see Texas. They feel like, how can you be a Texas and you are looking beautiful? <laughs> there's no, becoming, no, there's no. now a cliche with it. How can you, Texas are always wearing glasses. So glasses. You know, if you are not into tech, you almost feel, <laughs> yes, you almost feel like, oh, they are using it to show up. Yeah. But by this time on the job, and you know how you spend so much time on it. You know, the works are so much that you lost time. For the time management, I am even just learning how to manage my time so you can never be an island of time yeah. so a tech group for behavioral question is alarm has to be your best friend you have to utilize your alarm on your phone and a physical alarm when you are setting up your workstation alarm is a part of it as much as you're buying a laptop you're buying a magnifier or a tv to project whatever you're doing that is why you see some tech bro are getting obese because they sit in one position and they burn quite a lot of energy so they have to keep munching on something they have to keep eating so they get obese for someone like me that could be fat for big when I'm beginning to get obese, I feel like, oh, something is wrong. I'm not the hot banging girl I used to. I will look into the mirror. Do you understand? These are just scenarios. People conscious effort of their mental health and their physical health. So this is going to help them knowing how to behave. Then communication boils down to teamwork. As a tech bro, you are not going to work alone. These codes would not work alone. These codes, that is why maybe my knowledge on product management before going to data science, then now I'm doing HR, is what has helped me to understand. A product manager cannot influence a decision. That means a product manager has to be wise, has to be able to manage relating to the stakeholders, to the investors. So you think, bro, you will not just sit down with code. I have to understand what is going on. Why is this not working? Mm. Okay. I don't know if you get me. Yeah. So you have to be intentional and alarm has to be your best friend. You have to be intentional. You have to be ready for teamwork. That soft skill, like we said, it's a major thing. It's not just the hard skill, the ability to code, the ability to run tests, the ability to do this, you the ability to relate and explain and express yourself. 
that this code is not working because of this. The ability to, for other humans that are not into tech or code as you should know that, okay, these codes are garbage in, garbage out. There's a way they can have a block while they are coding and you see just a semicolon or a colon is the reason why you keep reloading and rebuilding and trying to see why is this code not running after writing long lines of code. So those are the issues that come around it. All right. Fantastic. Like what you hear so far, make sure not to miss any of our episodes by subscribing to us now and joining our community on Telegram at t.me slash show. Now, back to the show. Okay, um, you know, let me, I'm trying to put myself in the show of someone that maybe I came into the industry and, or maybe I, I choose my own niche and, you know, maybe, for instance, I, I'm a content creator, a content writer, or okay. maybe technical writer also. And yeah. I've done, I've done maybe a few, you know, three to four internships, maybe I've worked with a few companies and I really want to settle and, you know, start up a full, maybe as a junior writer or maybe as a full-time content creator or content lead in a team. But I've actually, I've, I've seen, I've seen that over to least 50 to 100 um, let me see um, applications to different companies and I don't okay. know no one has ever called me for an interview you know <laughs> and right. not that I've, not, I've, I've actually added my, my portfolio in my CV and I've checked my CV everything is okay and I'll be forced to ask myself where am I getting it wrong you know, where am I? Why is it that I've not been called for interview? I've sent over 100, 100, or maybe more than 100 um, applications. So, you as an issue, I'm, I'm, I'm coming to meet you now. My, where am I? Where have I gone? Let me just tell me what I've done wrong. Because, okay, for the CV, at least, at least my portfolio is on my CV. So, um, okay. at least I have three to four um, experience working with uh, maybe three to four. I've worked, I had experience working with three to four companies, maybe, maybe one in an internship role or the other ones maybe on contract. So, why am mm-hmm. I not hired? Why have I over 150 applications and no one is calling me even for an interview. Why? Okay. So do you want me to answer this question as an HR person? Yeah, yeah. I'm just... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's... So I just okay, so how did you now. get so I'm coming okay? To... How did you get the previous interviews you got? How were you able to land the previous jobs you worked? Okay, okay. Let me let me say for instance, because this is actually a particular uh, this, uh, this is just actually a scenario. So for instance, uh, maybe I okay. The first one was an internship. Um, I was you know internship. I don't really need to have any experience. And then the okay. other ones, it was based on contract. Maybe um someone recommended me for the for the role, or maybe I just mm-hmm. worked with maybe some local brand or some Nigerian brand. So right now I'm actually aiming higher. I want to work with some um, foreign companies that actually pay well. You know, because maybe okay. my last three to four jobs they pay me, uh, maybe less than a peanut. Let me leave the same thing like that. So they pay me less than a peanut. Okay. So I'm actually looking for a, a place with a better pay. Okay. So let's take but it one I'm after the other. Okay. So, far. so I'm asking as Okay. So now, so where have I gone like, wrong? Is there anything as an person now? Is there anywhere that I maybe have gone wrong or something that I should have done that I did not do? You know, the why I'm actually asking this issue, question is that it has been um the question of so many people in tech, you know, coming to tech and you know the joblessness. The, the... I think um, from, <laughs> okay, let's answer as an HR. If not, 
<laughs> I wanted to say no, it's no, a no, mindset thing. I would like to listen. Mindset, <laughs> okay. I, I, I wanted to say it's I'm... a mindset thing. People actually thinking that, you know, this thing comes in so fast. Just because it's a blossoming industry, I think some people have the assumption that, okay, they can get results as fast as possible. You know, especially youths. And this is not a get-rich-quick uh, scheme and it's not as simple as people make it look like you get. And other factors may play a role in why some seemingly qualified people are not getting hired, okay, from attitudes to presentation to other things and well like you but you are saying interview right so i don't know as far as getting you know, you know, called off an interview know, um, is concerned you and i Vicky, yeah Vicky, you and i actually are in this industry you know um i actually understand that um, um the reason most people most uh, newbies uh, when they come into the industry they feel okay maybe after two to three months from the story that maybe they heard on twitter or heard on linkedin that uh, maybe i started this after after four months i got a, a really one Exactly. There are lots of that. Foreign company, something like that. So, uh, so that factor is actually. I'm not disputing that. That factor actually day. You understand me? It doesn't just come um on a platter of gold. You understand me? It's something that was. Right. This role is what thousands and thousands of people are actually going after. So I know that one is. I'm actually trying to be sure. I'm putting myself in their shoes. I'm trying to be sure that okay, keep the time factor aside or keep the competitive nature of the job aside. Is there another thing that I may be doing wrong? You understand me? So that let me know yes, that I understand your question. I, I this, I'm actually getting that one right. So let me know just that okay, the only thing that I'm actually not getting, the only thing that is actually in play here is just uh, the competitive nature of the job and maybe some other people are actually more qualified than me. But I want to make sure that okay. in terms of my Asia, in terms of um, getting everything right in front of the Asia, I've done it. Let it be that, okay, someone else came in and again, hmm, that one, that one is actually I, okay. I just want to be sure that, okay. Okay, so doing. Victoria will tell us what an HR expects from a candidate. All right, so go All right. ahead. <laughs> Thank you. I, I was able to figure out, I was taking notes, as you were saying, because a lot of things come with this job so now you mentioned mindset i asked him to question a question he said his previous job role were based on internship and recommendation and internship maybe because it didn't require much i hope you know these days internship require a whole lot you would see them tell you internship opportunity but they tell you this level of experience ability to do this ability to do that what i, I just thought you said internship how many of you had had such scenario yes i've but seen so many of yeah i've seen those jobs actually. Even for internship opportunities, they are not looking for you. They don't want to start teaching you from the scratch. You should be able to have something. There's a saying I know of, make it easy for your helper to help you. You don't expect me to help you when you are going to stress me and I'm going to start all over from teaching you from the scratch. Even entry-level role, you are required to have a particular level of knowledge. Your soft skills are pay attention to details, your time management. So there are some things that you can that can be built upon your soft skill there are art skills you can build on your soft skill that would make you sustain whatever thing you get so for the internship opportunity you're trying to shoot more the second one is recommendation so now let's assume you've been applying this case study then recommendation i always tell people wait your cv will just be if aside the fact that your cv is important your human person you should be a working cv too how do people perceive you yes social media everyone we all catch crews we post memes and every other stuff so there is a way you can be perceived from your post people don't have time to come to your house to learn your person 
to understand the kind of vibe you are giving. So I think people have to start strategically positioning themselves and selling themselves and networking. Your network determines your net worth. It sounds like all these motivational quotes, but it really matters a lot. Mm -hmm. These jobs opportunities are limited. It's competitive. You don't expect that your interviewer is going to, like, you know, you might not even need to speak for so long or you might just be at home and be called because somebody knows you somewhere. Okay, let's cite an example how we got to join this podcast based on recommendation. I was not there when David spoke on my behalf. But, you know, it didn't, it didn't have to spend eternity or spend so much time for you to say, shoot me a message and for me to, okay, let's jump on it in a very short notice. There are podcasts like this that is going to align you or teach you or make you... I was shocked when you were trying to teach about teenagers doing this and all that. What made me jump on this podcast or this call immediately? I felt like, oh, imposter syndrome already coming. Oh, I don't think I'm ready yet. I don't think I want to put myself out there. I had to not sit out and say, okay, association, I forwarded it to my friend. Before I forwarded it to my friend, my other people would have other things they are doing with their life. I have the decision to make first. Any other thing they are doing is a plus. Your message came in right. You went straight to the point. This is the beginning of a profitable relationship. But yeah. the fact that you composed the message, you, there was sarcasm, there was humor, there was bright emojis and white space. White space, I'm sure writers know that a lot. That is spaces. <laughs> so when people listen... So when people listen to this podcast, they're like, what are white space? You can browse about it. White space is like, you didn't stress me to read through the message. As busy as I was and I had something going, I was eager to reply the message immediately, leaving wow. the unattended <laughs> messages. That is manner of approach. I tell people, I educate them on my tail. They'd be like, oh, Victoria, no, you are being mean. Oh, you are too serious. Oh, you are too firm. There is no time for hello, how are you? How is your day? Don't wait for me to say hello how are you how are you doing how was your night i don't have that and my night is fine of course it's good except i'm romantically involved with you you are my future partner or we have some right. form of relationship <laughs> or you are my mother or even as my colleague at work there's a limit to how you would ask me how was your night i will be like what's up what's happening mm. some people have anxiety attack they have panic attack these things are real life it's not like they're trying to find a name to these things when you tell me hello how are you well, my name is victoria emerge from david I'm like, okay, what else? What happened? Why did David share my number? I don't need to know you for two. Oh, you have explained everything. It was easy for me to, I replied fast so that you know that, okay, I've gotten this message. Do you know, because of you was why I started posting back on my WhatsApp story. I've been off WhatsApp story for like two weeks wow. because I didn't know how to take break. Oh, that wow. is the tech thing. I didn't know how to take break. So I I, I had to, I started I, I started treating Osab. Osab buzzed down from stress. I was shocked. I'm a fit for person but it goes down from stress because i don't know how to rest yeah that is a weakness and it is bad yeah most but you know this is like going to, it's going to it's going you know this is an interview question they ask you what are your weakness you tell mm. them i remember yeah, my yeah, job, yeah. i said i am hard working and i put in my whole into my job but you know over sometimes people will not get to over abuse the fact that you are not working person then you you know you have to keep taking up all of the old tax and all that yeah no knowing when to say 
say no and yes. So that's where balance comes in. So everything in life comes with balance. So I was able to answer it. So now let's go back to the question he asked. Why have I not been getting an interview? How do your network perceive you? Who is speaking on your behalf in your absence? Can I recommend mm. you? I mm. don't, I have friends that they know me. We are friends. We vibe. I have friends for different purposes. Mm. I have friends that while we are conversing, there is no opportunity on it. I'm sorry, I will not share you because I will not want you to embarrass me on the job. I have friends that mm. I can close my eye and tell you that this person is going to do a good job. That is how it has been. Do you understand? So, yeah, recommendation, yeah, yeah. that is where it comes in. That people should be intentional. Stop mm. saying, I don't care what people think about me. I live my life. I'm free. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. If you don't do that, you don't post that on the TL. Yes, catch cruise. No, of course, I post memes a lot. How are you positioning yourself? I love Twitter because, yes, there can be a lot of critics, but it is a very intelligent place to be. You don't want to go and blow dramas. You don't want to give blunders. You don't want to embarrass yourself because they will drag you. So those are places. Go to places that would that would motivate you. Don't get intimidated by your association. Get motivated. Collaborate with them. Amazing fact. <laughs> so that yeah. is one out of the two. So for the internship opportunity, do you know for like, there was a time in January that we were looking for a position in my organization. I don't know. I'm, I'm not supposed to. I'm restricted to some level of information. This is social media space. We don't know where it's going to. But do you know there are people that send in their, okay, let's, let's, let me make a different case study. There are people that send in their CV without a cover letter. I'm presently going to have a training this weekend. <laughs> as regards how to prepare for interview. So when your message came in, it was aligning to the present thing I am doing. I was able to, okay. So all of these things I've said are part of the things or there is a lot more in the class that is going on. I was not online, but somebody recommended me that somebody needed a CV for a job. I collected my money, full cash. I was sick. I was in bed, but I was collecting the money. I'd spent a lot of money, but I was still making my money out of sick bed because it is CV. They could recommend me. I was posting it on WhatsApp back to back for some time, talk about it, catch my cruise and all that stuff. But somebody subconsciously is taking note of that. So be entertaining, but don't be too hard on life. So now there are people that when they send in their interview, they just send you see. Some people don't know the difference between a cover letter, letter edge. Some people don't know the body of a mail. A lot of things need to be known. There are some people that when you send a mail without a letter edge, yeah. I see no subject. Even if your CV is beautiful, I'm sorry, I I have 101 CVs and I have my colleagues that are sending me message. I have my manager sending me uh-huh. mails to do this and do that. So you think I'm going to rec- I'm going to look at the one that had no subjects. Uh-huh. Maybe in my leisure. But immediately I'm seeing no subjects. It's straight to archive. Uh-huh. There's no time for that. Uh-huh. Okay, so now that is another that is another excuse. There are some people that, oh, you've written a very amazing cover letter. Oh, I'm touched. In fact, if I, if I can get your number, I will call you and buy you a cold this is amazing. But do you know what they do? After sending them, they forget to put in their CV. They forget an attachment. Wow, that is wow. the major reason why you send me wow. a letter. So now you feel like your village people are here, especially for the religious <laughs> ones like us. No, you feel like, oh, I not. have prayed. I have sent CV. I have casted out. I have, I have provided. Oh, God. But little paying attention See, to the things you never did. Anyone listening to this episode and is still having issues getting uh, internship role or getting um, a permanent uh, employment role in any uh, tech company, the person does, <laughs> the force is on him. 
not I mean, I don't know I don't know Al, you have, because you have actually laid down you have actually um trashed up all the issues that are, people might have you know people are yes, really not facing right now or people say, hmm, these are overlooked. some points they overlooked I think you have actually um done justice to this oh. topic yeah because um at least most I'm of the so, uh, most so, of the sorry. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. I wanted to make one point because there are quite a lot, but I want to make sure I'm eating the major points because if you don't have, if we don't have all of these conversations, a lot of people will be shocked. So now let's assume yeah. on my comp, there's there's a website for you to apply for a job, right? So now we are, I'm looking for a product manager in supply chain. I'm looking for a technical product manager. I'm looking for a product manager in health sector. I'm looking for a product manager in another field. I'm looking for an associate product manager. Then you now send me a CV and say application for product manager. Which product manager do I know I want to employ? So am I the one that will now go through your CV and see if you are technically fit or you are supply chain mm. client? Then some people all in the name of the uh, pressure and desperation to look for a work. You don't read job description. You don't read job details. You just keep sending your CV. Sending your CV. I've sent over 100 and 250 CVs, but I'm not getting called. Are you even doing it the right mm. way? Have you sent your CV? Like, okay, now let's say there is a particular role that we are looking to hire. You now send me application mm. for job. Applic- Application for what? Do you understand? But when I'm saying this, you feel like, ah, this person is a very dramatic person. She must be very strict. But these are things that are really annoying. So now let's leave that part alone. That is me being human. It's a technology space now. Mm. Everything has gone tech. AI has done a lot. Chat GPT has taken over. So a lot of <laughs> things has been made easy, yeah. right? Do you know that there are organizations that have yeah. a particular bouncing AI? Like once your CV get there, you, you, you notice that sometimes when you send CV, you get automatic rejection. Have you noticed that one? In if you have been sending CV <laughs> yeah, yeah, and applying happened. for job, it happened. Why? It happened. Why? Because there is a particular keyword on that job description. They have programmed their artificial intelligence that once these particular keywords are not there, bounce it back. So that's how you're getting. It will be like ah, these people never will come down. Do you think it is an HR that will sit down and type you rejection letter? They will never open <laughs> it. I'm sorry. Mm. It, it will bounce back because the keyword you are using is not right. Some people. Do euro, yeah, okay, because they feel there's euro pass where you can put in your CV, then it's going to bounce back. Then, yeah, it may be because you have passed the euro pass. Then, some people now put funny passports. I've seen CV where somebody put a full picture of you, I've seen CV where somebody put a selfie in this time and date. I've seen CVs where somebody snap behind their TV. You are the one that is thinking it is bad, but you don't think it is bad, and they are so you don't know what we see. Wow, I applied for a tech firm. My friend has been referring me back to back. This is part of recommendation. Okay, now I have I'm at the stage of my life where I'm intentional about who I grow with. If you're not in line with where I'm going to, I'm sorry, we cannot be friends. I'm unapologetic about it. If I see that we cannot be friends, but you have the potential to change or you have the potential to be teaching, mm-hmm. not because I'm better, it has to be mutual, mm-hmm. not about not one person, one, not parasitic, where one person yeah. is getting better. So when I'm friends with my, I, I ask my friends, my friends know that. I ask them, is there anything I'm not doing right? I ask my partner, am I loving you how you yeah, want to be yeah, loved? Yeah, yeah. So now, I my friend told yeah. me, he, for every opportunity they have, you tell me, babe, Alpha, send your CV. His own organization, they even have yeah. tech guys that they have a 
particular um uh, what's it called maybe like an app for the organization whereby you sign up when there is a job they would let you know or your CV will keep getting rejected and bounced so he's the IT guy he's not the HR guy but he was able to I told him after my guy this your HR people no come he was already angry ah why they no go call you be letting like, their friend they go to carry you stop those kind of bias but now that I'm into HR I understand and I know what they feel so he went to meet yeah. the HR my friend was able to secure me an interview because probably he's the IT guy so HR will definitely need the IT guy when they have a problem so for him to go and meet them for a friend of course you expect that they would answer him immediately those are the internal roles and recommendations I talk about. That's an amazing contribution. Okay, so, so far, you've listed some of the common things that people would not have thought of as reasons why they don't get called for an interview, you know, and it's a whole lot of unraveling, and this is insightful. So, um, I don't know if someone has a final question, and if there's any more tip you think would do justice for no, anybody no, no, I don't have to... Any that right okay so i don't know uh victoria if you have any other tip that you know will help techies to actually ace an interview session before we close the show for today actually i think there are no parts that i might have not talked of or touched but because it's not a conversation that can be embodied in this minute yeah yeah. i'm going to leave like key notes that i yeah so i'm going to leave like a keynote for people that are saying they are techie but they are not ready to be knowledge hunters. You can't be a tech person and you are not all over the place surfing for information. Yes, I know that coding takes a lot of time. In your rest, try to get updated. That is why AIs are taking over some people and Gen Zs are taking over because Gen Zs are having, they are ready to do. Yeah. Then people, you should never get to a point whereby you have outgrown learning. Learning is in phases. You must constantly evolve. You must constantly learn. You must keep the right association even when you are not learning. They are, like, you don't have to go to the internet or go everywhere to learn. I can just have a conversation mm. with my friend today and I'm getting something new. Right, have the right mm. association. It's boils down to WhatsApp. WhatsApp is the most, is the biggest social media because the first thing people open these days after their devotion, that's if they even do devotion, is WhatsApp. Mute the ones that are not putting content that are relevant to where you want to be because right. it is really competitive. So now, as a data analyst, yeah, so let me assume there is a job opening. 70% is going to go for internal role. Maybe switching in between. Maybe you are currently a customer service and you want to move to product associate because it's almost in line. So that means that line is really slim that you get the job. Then me being a staff going to speak on behalf of, oh, I know one candidate though. How far should I bring my candidate? So let's assume you have 30% that is left to the outside world. You have 1,001 people you are fighting with that are better. Don't think you are even to because there are 1,001 people better than you. There are series I'll say, I say, oh, more this person go fit admin. Eh, this one will pursue me for this my work. As an admin or as an HR person. Do you understand? Yes, I do. I'm getting your So point. that's it. So we need to, we need to just don't feel like you're an island. Just keep the right association. So now you have, you struggle with 30%. 30% of the people, you, are, you have 1,000 people fighting for 30 positions. How is it going to be possible? How? So now you are not forgetting to put your CV or you are not putting cover letter or you are not putting subject or you are still saying hello, how are you? And expecting the person to reply. <laughs> so that's what I'll be leaving every one of us like every other person with when they get to listen to this podcast. All right. Thank you so much, Victoria. Um, you mentioned it's important they do research.
research and work on their communication skills. They should build quality association and network with others. And they should also learn how to also keep a positive profile. And you also said they should be active online, posting relevant content as well, amongst many other points that you've listed. And I hope people who listen to this actually take this to heart and then work with it. It's been a pleasure having you today. Like you've really hit on some milestones that I didn't consider we we're going to even discuss. So thank you very much for your insight. Thank you very much for this wonderful contribution. Now, before we shut down, you can just share your social media handle so listeners who want to keep in touch with you may want to like have you as a partner, a friend, or someone they can look up to, whatever be their desire, can actually follow you online, follow what you do, and also the upcoming class that you said you have on interview. So quickly, what's your social media handle? Where can All they right, follow thank you? Thank you so much. For my Instagram, I'm online market woman. For anywhere, like any social media handle, you just put online market woman. But for my LinkedIn, it's just my name. All right. Onokwemiko Victoria Adejola. But once you get to online market woman, you can always have access to every other mm-hmm. thing, to my direct WhatsApp number, to my other business page. And please, when you are trying to reach out, try to go straight to the point. I am Victoria. I heard your voice from blah, 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 blah. So it makes it very easy for me to open the message and <laughs> oh, thank you. You are not a customer. You are trying to. You are not trying to buy something. Ah, awesome. And if you get my WhatsApp number too, go straight to the point. I, Victoria, I love your. I love how you spoke. I would like to connect with you straight to the point. It's easy. <laughs> so it makes it easy for us to connect from there. Awesome, awesome. Thank you yeah. very much. All right, guys. And this wow. is where we draw the cutting today, yes. Samuel. Say your goodbyes. <laughs> wow, that was a nice presentation. Guys, I hope I hope you have learned a lot. Actually, I've written a lot of things that at least I used to teach others. Uh, Victoria, thanks for your presence and thanks for your time. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much. It's a privilege. Thank you for deeming it fit to invite me to your podcast. I'm happy and you are doing really amazing and I cannot wait for Nigerians and other amazing persons to come to your podcast and see so much value you are giving. Yeah. Because this is really giving. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> we look forward to yeah. that too. I look forward to your <laughs> podcast going really global and I'm happy to be here in your little big not little beginning because you're already there. I had to drop a five star rating and I ah, hope you keep getting inspiration. Yeah. yeah, I did on Spotify. I did wow. already. Trust wow. me, you already have a lifelong customer. That is Good. a customer service. Awesome. So wow. We're grateful. We're grateful. So, wow. so congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> in advance when you get global Victoria Imeje yeah thank I you I'm a friend so I know you hi uh-uh, my name's Sek he's doing well <laughs> all right guys follow us on our social media platform as always and leave your feedback on this particular topic we'd like to hear back on what your thoughts are and also what you think of the topic and what you, your reaction is all right till next week catch you guys stay safe yeah, bye <laughs> thanks for being a part of today's conversation on the technas show do follow us on social media at the Technas Show. Join our growing tech community on Telegram at Technas Show so you'll never miss any updates. If you find our content valuable, would love you to drop us comments or likes. Or you could share it with your friends too. Catch you next week.